Welcome to Rework, a podcast by 37 Signals about the better way to work and run your business. I'm your host, Kimberly Rhodes, and I'm joined by the co-founders of 37 Signals, David Heinemeyer Hansen and Jason Freed. Recently, David posted on his Hey World as well as sent a tweet that Turbo 8 would no longer be using TypeScript. This created a little bit of internet drama, and we're here to talk about it. David, before I get to you, Jason, I want to know, when David creates internet drama, how, how are you feeling about this? Do you even like know what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm caught off guard like everyone else. I'm surprised. I think I'm surprised that that so many people have such strong opinions about uh, this, this sort of thing. Now, granted, I don't know enough about this sort of thing to have an opinion, but in general, to see the amount of vitriol and sort of, and support on both sides, it's, it's, it's a spectacle. And I, I'm, a, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, chewing my popcorn like everyone else is watching this because this is a it's it's incredible and also i think you know to compliment david here like to be able to handle that much i don't know mudslinging and you know there's like a lot of ad hominem attack all the stuff and like it seems like you handle it quite well so it's, it's an impressive lesson actually in in just letting these things sort of ro- you know roll off you to some degree although i'm sure a few of them stick here and there depending on who it's from but still a pretty impressive thing but interesting to watch so, David, um, your tweet has been viewed multiple millions of times at this point. So why don't you just catch us up quickly on what all this drama is about? Sure. So first of all, Turbo 8 is a framework that we use to build our applications. And the irony here is that it's actually a framework to minimize the amount of JavaScript we write in order to build our applications. Most users of Turbo use it explicitly such that they don't have to write a bunch of JavaScript to build highly interactive applications. And the same with us. And we've been building Turbo for several years. And for a while, we're building it with a tool called TypeScript, which is sort of this thing that sits on top of JavaScript to give, the, to give it a typed experience. That has some benefits when it comes to uh, IDEs, these development tools. You get some autocomplete benefits and, and so forth. But it also means that you have to write your code in a certain way. I never liked that way of writing code. There's this big sort of schism in programming, whether you're dealing with dynamically typed languages or statically typed languages, and there's strong typing and there's weak typing. And there's all these little sort of what appears from the outside as esoteric differences that people get really riled up about. Um, And I have my preference. My preference is for dynamically typed languages like the Ruby language that we predominantly use and been using for 20 years, like JavaScript itself. Those two fall in this category of dynamically typed languages that have a loose, more permissive, more, and and now we're already veering into controversial territory, freedom-loving feel to them. And I just, I like that. And what ended up happening was um, we have a a new team at the company that's working on on, um, Turbo. And working on a bunch of new features for a major new release. And the discussion came up as we were working on one of these new features. Oh, here it is. I've been working on this. I've been wrestling with the TypeScript type system. Um, and there was just something in like, hey, actually, does anyone like this way of working anymore? Like any of the people who are at the company, um, are we enjoying ourselves writing this software in this way? And we were all like, well, not me, not me, not me. It was like, why are we doing this? This is mainly a tool that we use internally to build software. It has some externalities and some external effects too, but it's mainly a, just a tool we use. And we're just like, you know what? If we're not enjoying ourselves, why don't we just yank it? 
and we're like, oh, oh yeah, we could just do that. And then first it started as this discussion, I think, actually several months ago. And then this trigger of the new feature we wanted to put in came up that was just, again, reminding ourselves of how we felt it to be cumbersome to work in this way. And then the next step was, can you just see what would it look like to pull this tool out? Is it going to be a big deal? And uh, Alberto, one of the programs we have here, like in a morning, in like 40 minutes or something, do 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 yank. Um, and then you have the, the pull request that it's called, the, the difference in the code base. And you see, oh, and I looked at that and we're like, oh, yeah, this is so much nicer. This reminds me of why I'm such a big fan of JavaScript. Let's just ship it. And the funny thing is, I kind of knew that, like, there's going to be some people who don't like it. This has been an age or literally the entire time I've been doing software, we've had this discussion. The man, dynamically typed languages versus statically typed languages and all the intricacies of that. That's been there for, like... 20 years that I've been doing software and another 20 years at least before that, right? Programmers have been arguing whether it should be this way or the other way. Um, so like, yeah, there's going to be a few people who like want it the other way. There's even going to be a few contributors, right? And okay, but this is one of those things we can't debate our way out of. I love having technical debates. I love going into the weeds of this, but this is the kind of technical debate that has almost like identity politics, um, stickiness and, and controversy associated with it, where it's very rare. In fact, I cannot ever recall a discussion between two programmers where they went like, I like dynamically type, I like statically type, where one of the other went like, oh, you made an excellent point there. I have never heard this point in my life, sir. And now I will change my opinion. So now I will switch from statically typed to dynamically typed. Yes, I am so grateful for you to do this. So I went in with that sentiment. You know what? We're not going to change anyone's mind. People change their mind on this topic occasionally, but it's not from one interaction and one set of arguments made for the 500th time. Like all the arguments you could ever make on this topic, more or less, they've been made over the decades, right? So I just refer to that and say like, yeah, you know what? I know there are people who like uh, the statically typed experience. I know other people like TypeScript. We don't. We're the main people working on this, so we're going to take it out. Enjoy it if you like it. Um, I'm glad that JavaScript exists in this form that I personally really like a lot. And then just trigger, absolute trigger. Like you'd hit like some sort of special secret button that just makes, especially Twitter or X, just explode. Um, and I think some of that, as it often is, is also about the center, right? Like I've um, had, uh, let's just say, it, controversial opinions on an absolute uh, laundry list of topics over many years. So there are people who have already formed opinions about what my opinions are. Um, and that obviously triggers things and it accelerates things. And this is also a high profile case of someone going the other direction, which has a little bit of echoes of what we did with the cloud exit. We're like, everyone is going in one direction or it seems like everyone is going in one direction. And we just go like, no, actually we like it over here instead. And people just go like, well, you can't, you can't do that. We're all, we're also supposed to be going in this direction. What is happening to the narrative? Um, and just introducing that confusion. Oh, there's someone here who've accomplished things, who are choosing to do things a different way. I thought we'd all agree that this was just the right way of doing things creates this sort of friction that social media then just absolutely accelerates in a way that's novel. And to me, even now, after being in part of this for so long, still surprising, still surprising because programmers 
along with every other group of nerds ever, have had this propensity to become incest over these minute details in the grand scheme of a uh, little blue dot spinning around in space, right? It's just like, it's so inconsequential, um, yet it gets so fierce and so heated. And that's been like that forever. Like we've had these flame wars back when we were using mailing lists, for example, but they were somehow more contained. They didn't sort of set everything on fire right away. It's kind of like social media today is a place where the chaparral has just been allowed to build up and build up and build up. And it takes like a tiny match. And then suddenly you have a wildfire just blowing down the hill, going 100 yards a second or something. And that's just, it's first of all, it's just interesting, right? Jason mentioned like, oh, wow, that's a lot of whatever pressure or the mudslinging, the, the attacks and so on. I have arrived at the point now that I've been involved with so many flame wars of these kinds over the years, particularly within tech. And then I've been involved with so many other far more stressful events over just the last five years. That this is one of those things where like, I've built up immunity, I think, to, to that level of vitriol. It's still disappointing, but you go like, oh, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of sad, but also, okay, whatever. I mean, if you contrast this, for example, to, to the two weeks we spent battling the most valuable company in the world, Apple, for the right for Hey.com to exist. Like, this is just such a minute, minor thing. Or if you contrast it to the uh, debacle we had a few years ago about politics at work, again, this is just such a small thing. And I think it's useful to have gone through some of these more intense experiences because it then makes these other experiences seem so inconsequential. And it becomes much easier to just take a sanguine look at it and go like, okay, so there's some people on the internet who's going to be excited for how long? Let's see. It's been 24 hours. I'll give it another 36. Then we will have absolutely crested the thing. It's going to be a small ember that's left. Um, and then like, okay, and so what? There are people who have opinions about how we like to cut our meat. You hold your knife wrong. You should be holding it. Your knife is not long enough. How can you cut some meat if the life is not long enough? Um, I, I make up these funny characters in my head when I read some of these things where people, I just try to recontextualize it, right? Like imagining chefs arguing on like the right length of the knife to cut the, the meat and then just being absolutely incest that there's a chef somewhere else making goddamn delicious food but cutting their meat wrong and you just go like wow does this happen like i'm actually curious if there are any chefs in the uh, audience uh, maybe they can write in to tell us whether these kinds of debates also happen in the in the chef world um because i could imagine that they do because i don't think programmers are actually that special i think they may be more connected they're they're more very online a lot of the time. So that accelerates some of this stuff. But I also think humans just have this need to some extent to associate with a group of people. And sometimes that association turn into a bit of mob-like behavior because we're all committing our pieties here. And like we're on this tribe and this tribe must defend its honor that's been besmirched by someone not liking our dogmas. Um, you know, yeah, I think part of it, by the way, if, if I could just jump in, part of it is, is the binary aspect of it. It's like you're for statically typed or dynamically typed. It's yes. like the air-cooled versus water-cooled world in, the, in Porsches. Or it's yes. like a car collector who's like original paint or 
respray is fine. Like, but if if you're an original paint guy, you will not buy a car with an ounce of respray. Like, it's these things where you can take very clear sides. I don't know if the knife, like I know you're just making it up. Like the knife might be too, there might be too much variation in the knife, but it could be the type of knife. Like you must use a cleaver or a paring knife or whatever the hell it would be. Like um, if there's these binaries that exist and you can be on one side or the other and it's there's it's there's no gray space, that's when the flames begin. You see it everywhere. And that's what all the comments were. Like very polarized one way or another, either like this is the best thing I've ever heard yeah. of and way to go, David, yeah. or like, David, you're an idiot yeah. and like, we're going to burn it down to right. the ground. And I think a lot of that comes because people yearn to be part of teams. This is one of the reasons why um, sports are such a powerful and helpful outlook, outlet for those kinds of activities. And I think sadly, um, not enough nerds are into sport. So they don't get the outlet from that, right? Like they don't go like, I'm for team Buffaloes, if there's a team called Buffaloes. And like, I, that's where I can, <laughs> that's where I can get that team belonging energy out. Like my team beat the other team or the other team is stupid or their coach is an idiot. Or I think that's just like the human sort of need to get some of that out there and there are healthy outlets for it. I think like sports, I think is a wonderful outlet and I did not used to appreciate this. I didn't care that much for that much sports for a long time. And now I go like, you know what? I should get more into whatever sport team Buffaloes is playing because I also need some of this, right? Um, and this is why I can look at the discussion with a bit of amusement because I can recognize parts of it in the mirror. Not necessarily the tactics. Like, I love having these fierce debates about even polarized technical topics at the level of ideas. Like, I think actually engaging with ideas, even if the people who are engaging in that moment aren't going to move, is helpful. It's actually good. We should be discussing ideas. And occasionally, there are breakthroughs in those ideas. I don't think on these topics, but on other topics. But so often the team dynamic takes over, the tribe dynamic takes over, and then it becomes about people. It's become, you're an idiot because you like this idea or because you like this knife or because you like statically typed or dynamically typed, right? That's where I feel like it crosses over and become like, you know, uh, human behavior, yes, but still unfortunate. And it's also become worse, right? The internet has in that regard become worse. Um, what drives so much of engagement on social media is the particular outrage that you can tickle when it's about people. Like we just are these social animals and it becomes more fierce and intense and viral when you have one person calling another person an idiot directly. Or what was it? One of the, one of the people said like, this was dick watery or something like that. <laughs> Once it gets to that sort of juicy level of someone is throwing the mud, right? Everyone shows up exactly with the popcorn because it looks like a fight. And I think we're just built for spectating that with a certain amount of glee. But I don't think like, it's not the place where ideas move forward. It's actually the place where the discussion about ideas go to die. Because once it becomes that level of low level team, individual sports stuff, it just entrenches everyone to a sense of animosity where their brain just goes smack, closed for business. I mean, there's the whatever limpic node or something, the reptile part of the brain is like in full mode. But all the cognitive powers that like, oh, 
allow me to entertain a challenging idea for a moment, just to spin it around and see it from another side. That just goes by the wayside. And I think that's sad because it, one of the most enjoyable programming experiences I've had recently was diving into a statically typed language. So I dove into the Swift language that you use to build iOS applications and had great appreciation for that. I could see the benefits. Oh yeah, I can see how this really helps here and you have the IDE and so forth. And then I spent a couple of weeks doing that and, and read through the language manuals and all this other stuff and took some ideas away and took some inspiration away. And then I got back to programming Ruby and, and I just went like, ah, this is what me likes, right? Like there was just sort of a sense of relief of like, do you know what? I can appreciate these other ideas. I think it's fun to spin them around, but this is what speaks to me. And I think this is the other sort of sad part of the tribal personal part of it is like, what's the ultimate outcome supposed to be here? That we all like to program in exactly the same way with exactly the same languages. Man, life would be so boring. I mean, it would be just dreadfully uninteresting if we all liked everything exactly the same way. If every single chef had exactly the same technique such that we could eat exactly the same kind of food coming off the assembly line. Like, where's the spice in that? Where's the diversity and the interesting and the variety that just gives this life its energy and its zest? Um, I was reminded about this too. I just spent uh, some time in Japan. And to me, Japan is one of the most fascinating countries that I've ever been to in the world because it is superly advanced uh, society that is utterly and completely different in almost all the ways at once. Completely different culture. And I just had such a good time appreciating like how this is the anti-United States, how this is the anti-Europe. And then I also wanted to go back. I'm like, I can appreciate and have a good time on a vacation um, seeing something different and appreciate it because it's different and then also go back to living where I live. Like I didn't go away from that going, I must move to Japan because I had that experience, right? Like I just go like, oh, that's great. How wonderful. And I have this experience all the time in technology. I'll try a piece of technology and I go like, wow, I really appreciate being here in Japan, statically typed Japan land, where everything is kind of different and a little quirky. And I have to tilt my head to make sense of things and not all the symbols add up for me. Um, and then I, I, I come back from that vacation and enjoy myself. Okay, David, I have a question for you. Does all of this like negativity that you didn't expect around this one change make you feel any differently about open source and like sharing all the things that we share? Oh, absolutely not. So this is one of the things, unfortunately, that does happen to a lot of people. I've seen countless numbers of open source maintainers go like, yeah, fuck this, not worth it. I am sharing this for free with people as a gift. Literally the license, for example, for the Turbo repositories, it's called the MIT license, which is basically the, you do whatever the hell you want, but don't hold me <laughs> responsible um, for the code that I'm giving you away, right? Especially when you look at something like Turbo that we develop on Company Dime, like we've spent literally millions on Hotwire as a whole umbrella of technologies over the years. And we're giving all of it away no strings attached, no licensing deals. Oh, if, if you use this, you have to give us a cut of your revenue. None of that. It's just literally all gifts. And someone doesn't like the gift and they want a refund on what? 
You didn't pay for this shit, right? So that is an instinct I think a lot of open source maintainers have. Like, I am just giving you this stuff and you're showing up and going like, the gift you gave me for free should be another gift. And you're an idiot for not giving me the gift I wanted instead of the one you made. Um, but I've also found, you know what? What you see on the internet is you hear from a very small vocal group. And I mean, small may be still hundreds of people or even thousands of people, but it is an absolute drop. I find when I meet people directly or I talk to them over email or some other medium that's not sort of this Thunderdome stage that Twitter and X is, that they're lovely. They appreciate it. Even if they don't use it, they usually appreciate it. They appreciate ideas. You can have good discussions. You can have all of these things. And for me, I just keep that top of mind. And then I also keep just top of mind, like I had a slide way back in the day when Rails was first introduced that just said, fuck you. Right? Like, as in, fuck you. So you don't like the gift? Okay. I like making the gift. So I'm going to keep making the gift. I'm doing this for me. And I think this is sometime what gets people riled up, right? That I'm quite honest about that. I'm predominantly doing open source for me. I love sharing also, but like, I'm not just doing it for the sharing. I'm like, I'm not here showing up as a volunteer labor force for whatever gifts you would like to have. I show up with my gifts that I made at our company because we enjoy them and because we need them. And I'm just giving them to you. You can take them, you cannot take them. It's it's all good. But like, could you not spit in the soup for everyone else perhaps along the way? Too much to ask sometimes. But no, I think again, this uh, inoculation I've had of like the slowly ratcheting intensity that's been in these discussions over 20 years. Like we went from the flame wars on the mailing list that felt very small compared to sort of the dunk fest that people love to participate in, in today's social media. So like I kind of got inoculated along the way, but I can totally appreciate if someone looks at an episode like that and go like, why would I spend my time on open source? And I think that is a bit of the tragedy of it, right? That other people's look at that level of hooliganism um, people just opening frivolous pull requests on our source just like as a way to obstruct or grind the gears of us making forward progress and go like, yeah, no, I, I don't need that in my life. And I think like that, that's sad if that's happening. So I would like to be the, I don't know, model of, of saying like, you don't have to do anything. You can also close Twitter. Like literally all of it goes away if you just close Twitter, mostly. Um, now there's some contamination into GitHub and other places, but mostly it just goes away if you close it. And then you just, you get the emails, which I've gotten in this case, for example, just like tons of emails from people going like, yeah, also I didn't like TypeScript so much, but like I was afraid to say it because these people are really loud if you say you don't like it and I didn't need that, but like, I'm really glad you said it, right? That to me gives me just some sort of, it's nice to hear that there's a level of preference falsification going on that people who then get affirmed in the belief that's counter to whatever the current active narrative can find some solace in. And I think this is actually one of the things we so often see, not just with technology, but in all the things we say. Rework, for example. I think, Jason, if we had to pick one thing that is a recurring thread, perhaps the most recurring thread, is people write in and say, like, I also believed, for example, that meetings are toxic. I also believe that like um, inspiration is parable. I took like five of these uh, essays. They, they really rung true because I believed them, but I didn't think you could say it out loud. Um, I like to be of service to say things out loud that other people are hesitant. 
Okay, and last question before we wrap it up. Has there been any fallout at the company? Meaning like, is this affecting anyone else other than David Yu who's getting all these messages? As best as I know, absolutely not. Maybe some of the contamination stress. It's always whenever people get riled up online, there's a little bit of ooh. But um, this is one of those things where like, we just, we had the knife. We didn't like cutting with so much. So we put it at the side and used another knife. So in terms of like how we work internally, absolutely not. Um, in terms of sort of just the, the social warming that is evident in these kinds of discussions, I don't know, maybe they're definitely, it's reasonable to take something away and go like, oh, it's a little uncomfortable. But I, this is a good reminder of like, this too shall pass. Everything passes online. Like people can't remember what the contro uh, controversy was last week. Like it just, it's so intense and then whoosh, it just slides off. And all the people who were tourists who didn't even know what Turbo was in the first place, who just showed up to grandstand with their tribe about their beliefs on how to type a language, like they will move on to the other thing and we'll get back to work and continue to make progress and great products and sharing our gifts. Okay, well, until the next controversy, we will see you back here rework. Oh, wait, yeah. I, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting hit right now. There is another Breaking one. Breaking news. It is brewing right now. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sure actually there is. I'm sure I'm actually not kidding. I'm sure by the but, time um, this actually goes live, there'll be something yes. else. Yes. Well, you'll know where to find it. Rework is a production of 37 Signals. You can find show notes and transcripts and links to the next controversy on our website at 37signals.com slash podcasts. Full video episodes are on Twitter slash X and also YouTube. And if you have a question for Jason or David, you can just tweet them or send us an email to rework at 37signals.com or leave us a voicemail at 708-628-7850. And we just might answer that on an upcoming episode. <laughs>